What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the All Things Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Jeremy. And today, we're going to be talking about how to properly assess a rehab. Uh, it's a huge thing. It's hard to do. Um, things can come in quote-wise from contractors with a huge variance. Some things five grand difference, some things ten grand difference. Um, if you get a quote for twenty grand or you can find somebody who can do it for ten grand, is a lot of profit. And anything you can save on rehab goes directly into your pocketbook. Um, there are things that will come up obviously on a rehab that there's nothing you can do, but again, we budget that and we factor that in. Um, I've, I've noticed that's one of the biggest things is not knowing a proper rehab assessment. Um, it could literally be make or break. Um, it's 100% that you make your money when you purchase the deal, but that also, uh, I guess the implication is that you have to know a rehab assessment to know what it's going to cost to do it, and hopefully you can stay under what you budget and then you offer the price accordingly and anything you stay under is just added profit so number one look at the roof um i've did put three new roofs on this year at least on properties i have uh, anywhere from 1100 square feet i think up to like i don't know 1400 1500 1600 something like that um a brand new roof on a 1200 square foot home that doesn't need new decking is probably going to run about I don't know, four grand. You can get it cheaper, but somebody that you trust, you would want to pay about four. Um, if it does need all new decking and stuff, then I don't know, probably fifty five hundred. But kind of a good rule of thumb is just you know, fifteen hundred square feet would cost about five grand, and then divide that you know a thousand down by every two hundred and fifty square feet or so. And that's not that's not foolproof at all, but it's kind of close because a brand new roof on a two thousand square foot home would you know, probably costs about eight grand. So it's none of these are formulas that can work like, oh my gosh, I'm going to type it in the formula. It's going to work. You have to have a brain. You have to have a general knowledge of what's going on. So educating yourself on all these factors is very, if not just as important in the beginning. So um, deductibles with roofs is something where you can try to work with a seller and say, hey, if you go through your insurance, I'll pay your deductible and that'll save you a major expense as opposed to paying, you know, six grand out of pocket and maybe you can pay two thousand for a deductible or even less ideally, maybe fifteen hundred. So um that's a good thing. Um and the age is the most important. I mean if it's under ten years old you're in pretty good shape. It's still worth getting assessed, but you're not gonna have a whole lot of issues on the backside. Um as far as a buyer, you know, getting insured and whatnot. Um Basically, if it's older than that, there's a good chance there's going to be something wrong with it. So it's I highly, highly encourage checking that stuff out. Um, number two, the biggest one is going to be foundation. And honestly, my encouragement to you is if it has major, major, major foundation issues, unless you know what you're doing and would consider yourself an expert, don't do it. Now, that being said, if there is little minor foundation stuff or even semi, you know, medium, then yeah, it's worth putting that value back into it and, you know, getting the property ready to go. But pier and beam is where your home is not built on a slab. All homes today are built on slabs. Pier and beam is where you got the, oh, why am I blanking on it? Uh, the crawl space underneath. You can go into an old closet and it's usually in there. And you really got to be a pretty tiny guy to get down there because there's not a lot of room. But those small little guys will get down there and put 
piers underneath, which is a big cement block about, I don't know, like that. And they call it a pier. Um, and it's basically just put to stay between this, the, the structure of the home and the dirt. So it won't drop and stuff like that. Uh, but that's the idea of it. Texas soil's moving all the time. It's never going away. There's a lot of, you know, more, there's areas around here that are worse than others. Like, I don't know, Plano, the colony, Irving has some pretty bad foundation movement, Carrollton, big time. Um, but Trophy Club has a lot. And you can even find cookie cutter neighborhoods with foundation problems. And you know why? If you don't water the foundation, it's going to crack. The soil is constantly moving. And if it's not staying wet, so it's all, you know, can level around, then it's going to start to move when it hardens up. So hopefully that makes sense. But uh, foundation costs on a pier beam are substantially smaller than slab. Slab opens up a lot of can of worms um, because it's a lot harder to get under there and fix problems. Um, that being said, um, again, the less foundation, the better. And uh, I personally am kind of getting into where if it's a heavy rehab, it's just, it takes a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. So the more minor the rehab and the better deal you can get on it is my strong recommendation for anybody brand new starting out. Um, electrical panels. Uh, if any of you have heard of Federal Pacific, they're outdated. Um, I don't think it's they've made those or installed them since like, I don't know, I'd say the 70s or maybe even before that. But they'll literally light on fire. Um, they're not up to code anymore. And for example... 65 Bridal Avenue in White Settlement. Check it out. It's a rehab that I uh, just completed. It's on the market. By the way, been on the market for three hours, and we have a showing in two hours. So it's a good one. And again, if you know your numbers and you make a good product, which go look it up. Uh, look it up. Google it. Put it on. Find it on uh, Zillow and go look at the pictures. And it looks like a brand new home. But that oh, you should have seen that thing when I got it. Uh, but what I did is what I'm telling you right now is exactly what I did to go through that process. Now at that property, I had an electric panel that I tried to get away with to, to save money, but I had budgeted, hey, I, I might have to pay for that. Well, guess what? It exploded. Um, so I had to replace it, get it done, and that cost me $2,000. You can definitely get an electrical panel installed for less, but I was kind of in a quick situation and I paid it overpaid by at least $500, but again, you get what you pay for, and time is money. Um, aluminum wiring is another thing to look out for. People freak out about things that people are told to freak out about. Aluminum wiring is one of those things. Now, I get it. It's more susceptible to catching on fire, but it's like the one instance or few instances that it happens gets, you know, oh, I can't buy anything with aluminum wiring. That's BS. I don't buy that. Uh, aluminum wiring, as long as it's properly checked and done, and I'm not an electrical expert, but whatever those terms are, it's okay. But that's why you want to get an inspector out there or at least a licensed person, friend, whatever, to get a second opinion. Um, if you have to replace aluminum wiring, depending on how much, that's going to, you know, if it, if it's simple, it's going to add, I'd say, $1,000. If you have to replace all the wiring in the house, you're pulling down lots of drywall, rerunning wires, and that's going to run you about four to six grand, depending on how big the home is. I mean, more than that, if you're doing bigger homes. Uh, but I, you know, luxury market, I've definitely done and tapped into. I'm really hesitant because early in my career, a buddy and I uh, lost a substantial amount of money 
on a, a home because we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know this rehab assessment was so many things came undone. It cost so much money. Um, but again, you know, it's, it comes with experience. So if we would have done a lot more research and, and listened to people, read books, then we never would have had any of that happen. Uh, mentorship is key. So a little bit uh, more things to cover. Plumbing. There's cast iron plumbing and there's PVC plumbing. PVC is what they make nowadays. They put in the new homes and cast iron is that really old brittle stuff that over time straight up rusts and disintegrates. And it's like, why the heck did you guys put that there in the first place? Because it's destined for failure. Um, if you're doing foundation work and there is cast iron plumbing, even pure and beam, which actually that may not be factual, but the strong majority of pure and beams that are old are cast iron. Uh, a lot easier to fix, but they still cost a lot of money. If you're replacing all that, it's anywhere from three to six grand, uh, depending on how much it is. But that provides a lot of value, helps with inspection reports completely. If you can avoid it, don't pay for that stuff. But if you don't have a choice, pay for it and uh, make sure you factor it, budget it into your rehab. Um, oh, also I mentioned earlier, foundation leads to major plumbing issues. So... For example, I had a home, I did not budget this much for it. It was in Haltom City and I got the foundation moved. It was like eight grand of foundation work, which is a lot. Um, I mean, they go very high, but that's a lot. So it messed up plumbing in three areas of the house. They did a plumbing test. It showed leak, leak, leak. And that was an additional $3,000. So $11,000 for plumbing and foundation. You see how that adds up over time? And if you don't budget that crap, now, the good news is I think I still made like 18 grand on that even uh, after all that stuff. But again, that's why you, you budget that stuff in there and out of it. Um, air conditioning is a big one. Water heater is not as big because it's smaller. You can get a new one installed for like 800 bucks less if you know how to do it or buy the part, pay for the labor. That is definitely the best way to go. Um, air conditioning is huge because in Texas it's a matter of when, not if. And they're gonna go out. So if you get a home, if it's working and you get a home warranty for the person person buying it, then you're in good shape. But if it's not working, it's gonna come up on an inspection report. I guarantee you, it's gonna come up on an inspection report on a home I'm doing now, which I won't say because I don't want to be incriminated. No, I'm just kidding. I always take care of those issues. It's just better to wait till they uh, come up on the inspection report. So there's two more things I want to cover: um, miscellaneous items termites full termite treatment i have a guy who would treat the whole exterior of a home for like less than a thousand dollars 800 900 bucks so yeah it's a lot of money but in the grand scheme of things it's not one of those five thousand dollar things if there's five thousand dollars worth of termite damage you're going to see it because it's going to be disintegrating right in front of your eyes um tree trimming is a lot more expensive than you think trash haul off is a lot more expensive than you think when you pay for the labor of doing it plus the uh what do you call it? The, I mean, what? Is I guess the dumpster. Gosh, that's the word I'm looking for. When you pay for the dumpster, put all that stuff in it. I mean, you're literally looking at close to a thousand dollars. So, if you don't know this stuff, if you don't have experience, how the heck do you budget it? Um, let's see. A lot of stuff like that. I guess what I do is I budget. I try to budget about five grand extra, and. Sometimes that's low, most of the time that's high, so it's a good way to try to stay under your rehab budget. Um, 
And then lastly, there's the sexy items, the cosmetics. So everybody, that's what everyone loves. And that's what creates the retail market. HGTV has created such a market for people like myself to go in, buy a home, fix it up, and rehab it. And I reference Chip and Joanna so much because that's what everyone correlates to say when I'm trying to buy a property. So look at this home. You know, it's nice. It's in good shape, right? But it's super outdated. The millennials, like myself, I'm a millennial and we're ridiculous, right? But we have high standards and we want we want granite. We want new floors. But we don't want to pay for any of it, right? We want the mortgage to pay for it and, and then just do a monthly basis. So granite is key. New cabinet doors, if you can salvage cabinets, saves a ton of money. If you're going to do all new cabinets, it depends on how many. But you're looking at probably six grand, including paint. Um... You know, stuff like that really, really adds up. You want to get popcorn off and repaint the inside and outside. I mean, you're looking at 10 grand on the high side, probably five grand on the low side for all that stuff. So um, what else we got? I mean, flooring. Let's see. I, I just put granite in and uh, flooring on two properties. One of them, it's going to be 6,500 and one's going to be 8,500. Um, so that stuff really adds up, but those are sexy items that really make people like it. New baseboards are cheap. Pay somebody, buy the material, pay somebody to install them, cut them. Then you have your painters come out and caulk it and paint them. It looks like a brand new home. Then you get the six panel doors. They're cheap. You have the painter paint them, put the new door handles on them. It's literally like you're, you're going into a brand new home. Um, and that's what people want. And if you can provide that on a $160,000 property... That is such a huge market that everybody and their mother wants to come out and do it. So that's all I got today. It's just really a, a, a nice overhaul. I had a, a guy that's investing. Um, so I'm, I branched out to Lubbock doing some mailing out there. And I have a buddy named Kane. Shout out. Some of you might know him. But he's going to be my boots on the ground out there. And we, uh, we just started doing it, have our first appointment. And it's three properties on one lot. It's a duplex with a one-bedroom, one-bath on each side, and then a studio apartment out back. You better believe I'm trying to combine that node investing and turn it into a uh, a uh, rental property and let it grow over time. It's close to downtown. And yes, it's appreciation is a beautiful thing, but if you're buying real estate simply to bank on appreciation, it's, it's you know, you're rolling the dice 100%. 100%. So that's all I got for you today. Make sure to uh, reach out if you have any questions, all sorts of ways, social media, email, text, uh, whatever it is, I'll definitely get back to you. Thanks for listening, and remember to always relax. It's just real estate. Take it easy.